There is no one, atheist, Buddhist, Muslim, Hindu, New Age, Shintoist, there is no one that God cannot change. Thank you for listening. This is Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. My name is Wayne Shepard. The president of FEBC is Ed Cannon, who's sitting right here beside me. And Ed, Hi, Wayne. I, I, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I know you've had a busy day already. So. Uh, it's been a bit busy, and I was just saying that I'm loving this beautiful spring weather in Chicago. It's one of the 10 beautiful days a year you have, and yeah. I'm privileged <laughs> yeah, to be here. It's about the truth, right? <laughs> it's been a long, hard winter, and we're enjoying some spring weather. You you, know, you lived here for many years. You're I visiting did. now. but I did. Uh, we let you back in once in a while. So. I appreciate it. I love coming back, as I said before, especially on days when it's 70 degrees and <laughs> the flowers are popping up and the birds are chirping. Yeah. It's wonderful. Hang around long enough. It'll get a lot colder. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a wonderful privilege today. It, it really is a privilege to introduce our our guest. Uh, you know her far better than I do, but Sandra Jensen has been with FEBC for a long time. You know, Wayne, one of the most enjoyable parts of my job prior to the coronavirus was when I'd come back to the office in La Mirada, have the privilege to stroll by and see Sandra Jensen sitting in her office working hard. She was always joyous, happy, always greeted me with a smile and a good story or two that she had heard because of her in-depth communication with all of our staff worldwide. Mm-hmm, right. So let me welcome Sandra. Sandra, welcome, and thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Dad. I'm so happy to be here with you. But, you know, since coronavirus started, Sandra, I, I really don't get to see you anymore, only an occasional phone call or a chat on the radio. Yeah, I'm working from home these days and have been for the past year, but uh, I still get all those stories that come across my desk. That's what we want to hear about, the stories and the contact that you have with them, Sandra. So how long have you been doing this with FEBC? I've been serving at FEBC for 17 years. All right. Have, yeah. Has anything changed during that 17 years? Is it all the same as it used to be? <laughs> no, so much has changed. I mean, it's just amazing. FEBC is so much about prayer, and we, we see the impact of prayer when we just look at the huge growth that has taken place in FEBC in just the 17 years that I've been serving. And we're a ministry that's been around for 75 years. Mm. But I think of, um, you know, the way God's blessed us, He's not only blessed us to go deeper, He's blessed us to go wider. Mm. And we have more listener responses from countries where we've been serving a long time, but we've also got a number of new countries where we're serving, and new stations, and uh, platforms that we never used to have, like our online broadcasting, our gospel speaker boxes, our phone apps, our social media, live stream. We just are always on the hunt for new ways to reach people to get the word of the gospel into their heart. Well, how is it that you've become this conduit for all this information, all these listeners' stories, all this contact from overseas? It uh, comes back to your office in California, your home office in California now, but how did that happen? Well, as, as communications director, it's my job to share the stories with our donors and foundations so um, so that they understand how their giving and prayers are impacting lives. And so I not only, uh, I, I'm in touch with all the fields around the world. Uh, they know that I'm trying to get the stories of changed lives. Um, and so rather I'm getting uh, newsletters from various country, FEBC countries, um, uh, just 
the everyday email that I'm receiving from around the world, they are sending the stories of changed lives that come across uh, their desk or when they go out in the field and they're meeting with listeners, they record these listener stories and then they send them on to me. And these are the stories that I share in our, our monthly prayer target, in our bi-monthly newsletters, uh, in any kind of communication, our e-communications that we have with our donors and foundations. We want them to know how lives are being changed. And Ed, as you know, Sandra is the one who brings the stories to us for our little radio program called FEBC Today, which is on many, many radio stations. And we hear uh, our staff read the actual letters and emails that come from listeners. So Sandra is the one we need to thank for that. That's right. And, you know, I think, Wayne, as you and I have the opportunity to hear those testimonies, we're only hearing a tenth or a small oh, fraction yeah, I believe that. of yeah. what Sandra hears. And, you know, I'm often brought to tears when we listen to these stories. So I can't imagine, yeah. Sandra, the emotion, the overwhelming uh, emotion that you must feel in producing those and sorting through all these letters to get to the ones that you send us. What a privilege it is to to hear these stories. You know, what I hear over and over again, the constant theme from listener comments is gratitude to God and to FEBC for sharing the news that changed their lives. And and the and the impact that I think uh, that has been on my life as a result of uh receiving these letters and seeing the stories that change lives is that there is no one, that there is no one, atheist, Buddhist, Muslim, Hindu, New Age, Shintoist, there is no one that God cannot change. Mm -hmm. And their stories, their stories unfold that as you read these as I read these stories and, and they talk about how, you know, they were so far from God, they they rejected God, they had no use for God, or perhaps they were devout Buddhists or devout Muslims, and what uh, the long journey that perhaps it took for their hearts to be changed, but their hearts were changed, and they realized that God is a living God, and that that was the God they wanted to follow, not only for this life, but for all life, for everlasting life, that they knew that they would be with him for all time. Wow. You know, Sandra, one of the things that Wayne and I often talk about is the fact that we have such a diverse and yet very humble staff around the world. So you get to hear the culmination of all these stories. Our directors in country get to see firsthand and know face-to-face the people that are at the, the root of these stories who are telling them in person these stories of their lives. And yet, to a person throughout FEBC, what I see is this unbelievable humility, no pride. It's not because of our competence, they say, but it's because of what God has done through our privilege to broadcast the truth over the radio. Mm -hmm. Sandra, I get the sense that uh, this doesn't grow old to you in any way. I mean, even though you're sorting through all this communication, still every story is important to you, isn't it? Well, it is, and everybody's story is a little bit different. I mean, it may be that the culmination of the story is, uh, you know, God touched my heart, and, and I knew I wanted to follow Him forever. Everybody has their own story to tell, and they also come from uh, a specific culture. 
and the culture has defined them. And so as their story unfolds, you're learning something about their culture or their family and what it was that, uh, you know, finally led them to give their hearts to the Lord. So, no, it never grows yeah, old. Yeah, that's great. Uh, tell me more about the prayer target that you mentioned a few moments ago. The Prayer Target is a, a monthly uh, communication device that we send out to, well, anyone, uh, our donors, uh, anyone interested. And it's a, it's a way, it's a vehicle to uh, pray for the ministry. Um, and it's, it's set up on a calendar basis, a daily basis, so that people can actually pray over an item every day. And what I try to do is um, I, I'm trying to educate our donors. And so... Uh, each uh, daily prayer item is from a different part of the world. Uh, I try to educate uh, through through each prayer item by maybe saying, well, how many Christians are in this country or what's the population of this country? But it, it usually uh, includes someone's life who's been changed uh, in that country. And, and I ask our donors to then please pray for this person who uh, has either come to faith or is you know, on their journey towards faith, some people will even write in and, you know, and say, well, they reject it. They reject the Christian faith, but something is still touching their hearts and they want to know more. Yeah, and interesting. So, of course, this, this is a way for a, a, our team to reach out to them and, and try to um, walk alongside them and help them in their journey. Interesting. Now, uh, when listeners use the prayer target, do they ever give you any feedback about any answer to prayer or or how they use it, or anything like that. Well, we do hear back from people who uh, they we we have a devoted group of donors who just love the prayer target, and they'll let us know if the prayer target even gets to them a day or two late because that <laughs> that prayer target is sitting in their Bible, and they are daily turning to it. So, so we do hear from people, and they talk about how much they uh, not only love the prayer target, it's just a way for them to uh, be on target for FEBC to help us to help pray for our all of our uh, listeners. Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I suppose that the, that they do ask us, you know, did you receive, a, you know, an answered prayer about this? But see, so many of our listeners, we may hear from them, but um, some a large number of them are ethnic listeners, and yes. so even getting responses from them, I mean, getting to a post office, for yeah. you and I, it's so easy, but for them, it's right. not. Right, understand, yeah. You know, I want to emphasize, Sandra, what you talked about, how many of our uh, supporters and friends in the ministry love that prayer target. As I meet with people face-to-face, I've had so many opportunities for people to pull out of their Bible this dog-eared, written-upon, highlighted uh, prayer target that's obvious that they have been going through it, and they ask me questions. And I often find myself in a position with supporters of the ministry who know more about what's going on in the field than I do. They say, now, I read in the prayer target you're praying for so-and-so or such-and-such in such-and-such a country. And, Ed, what is the status of that? Yeah. And I so often have Isn't to say, cool? I'll have to get back to you and find out. But what a blessing that this device, this prayer target— allows people to feel so connected to a ministry so many thousands of miles and so many cultures apart from where we are here in the U.S. And what a great way to become less self-centered in our praying, right? We yeah. want to pray for the world, but very often we don't know what to pray for or who to pray for yeah. specifically. The prayer target helps mm -hmm. with that. Yeah, Sandra, you used the word educate uh, our listeners, and I think that's exactly right. Wayne and I often say one of the values of our 
program, the FEBC Today, is that we're obliged to share with the American radio listener what is going on in countries like Indonesia or India or Pakistan, where we have no access to real firsthand ministry reports and what it's like to be a Christian in a country like Pakistan. And the prayer target Mm -hmm. opens the door to that and it invites people in to a deeper conversation, which is why we're so glad to have you today, Sandra. Oh, thank you. And, um, you know, one other uh, issue that we've touched on a little bit, and, you know, we were talking about the impact of prayer um, on the ministry as a whole. And, um, you know, I also mentioned that I've been serving for 17 years. I, I just marvel. I was just jotting things down before we started talking, and I just marvel at the growth that has taken place. I think of when I first started, uh, we weren't we weren't serving in Central Asia, and now we have a vital ministry in Kazakhstan and Kyrgyzstan. Um, Eastern Europe, we're in Ukraine and Moldova, and we're moving into Belarus. Indonesia, we're partnering with 98 stations in addition Mm -hmm. to our seven. And North Korea, I mean, who would have ever thought that we would be reaching North Korea? (laughs) And now we're on, uh, I believe it's 18 hours a day, uh, through a powerful AM transmitter off the off the, on an island off of North Korea, uh, Malawi, Mongolia. We have 13 FM stations since 2000, and the list goes on. I I, I could be talking for quite a while, <laughs> uh, but it, it it's so exciting for it was exciting for me to just start jotting down all the changes I've seen uh, since I've been serving here, and it's just it's. It's well. It's got. It's got at work, and yeah, it's remarkable. That is wonderful to hear. It really is, uh, Sandra. As we begin to wrap up here, you mentioned prayer points, and uh, I, I wonder if you want to say a word about that. And then I wonder if you wouldn't mind praying uh, and lead Ed and me and those who are listening right now in prayer. Uh, something specific that's maybe on your desk right now. What I'm thinking about prayer points. I'm thinking about. Uh, you know, it's been a challenging year, uh, but we've seen. So much happened, uh, so many people coming to faith as a result of uh, the worldwide pandemic. And uh, I, I would say, you know, where my heart goes to right now is uh, is to our broadcasters who are trying so hard. To, I mean, we're not only trying to find new broadcasters because we are t- trying to take on new languages, especially ethnic languages. So uh, not only to find these broadcasters who speak an ethnic language that know that that culture but are Christians, that we pray to that for these uh, broadcasters to come on board, and also for all the broadcasters who are currently serving us, that God would just protect them and guide them, keep them healthy, uh, and um, and and help them every day as they uh, you know produce their programs mm. and try to reach more hearts for Jesus. Mm. Yeah. I agree with you, Sandra, and one of the prayers that you've just asked for uh, is one of the biggest struggles that FEBC has over the decades, and that is how do you find people in these countries? In a country that's 99% non-Christian, how can you Mm -hmm. find staff to replace our dedicated broadcasters, our engineers, our field people? And I'll add to that, uh, as Sandra's had a long career with FEBC, how can we possibly find people who have their hand on the pulse of a ministry like you do, Sandra, to come along and follow in your footsteps to replace them. But as Dr. Bowman always said, 
we don't find these people. God sends them to us. So we're so grateful that God sent Sandra Jensen our way. Indeed. And Sandra, would you wrap this session up by, uh, in your own words, praying for the ministry of FEBC and whatever's on your heart at this moment? Of course, yes. Heavenly Father, uh, it's such a privilege to be a part of a ministry that is sharing your word around the world and changing lives, changing lives that are so dear to you. Um, And Lord, we just ask that you would uh, guide us, that you would give each of the staff members wisdom, direction, and that we would let you lead. We, Lord, are only the vehicle. You are the one who is is driving this ministry, and you are driving, um, trying to reach out to people and uh, get them to understand your word. And uh, so we we ask, Lord, that you would continue to be the one that um, is at the head of this ministry uh, and uh, just give us the wisdom that we need, Lord, and um, give all of our broadcasters uh, insight into the uh, best ways to share your word, to share it culturally, uh, and to reach uh, just more people for you, Lord, because... uh, it's all about relationship with you, Lord. That is, no one is exempt from needing you, and the reason is because you want to be in a relationship with all people, and that's what we want to, Lord. So guide us and um, help us to achieve that goal to reach many more people for you. We ask all these things in your Son's most precious name. Amen. Amen. Sandra Jensen, thank you. And we urge our listeners to go to febc.org, find the prayer points there. And Sandra, if they want to get the prayer target and they're not receiving that now, how do they sign up for that? Uh, I believe that they they can just do that right online. Good. Just remember this, febc.org. Ed, uh, thanks for bringing Sandra to us here on the podcast What a privilege to hear from you, Sandra. I'm looking forward to seeing you again one of these days soon. (laughs) Yes. Me too. All right. God bless, Sandra. Thank you. Okay. And we'll wrap it up right there. Ed, thank you for all that you're doing and all that God is doing through FEBC. It's my privilege, Wayne. With Ed Cannon, I'm Wayne Shepard. You've been listening to Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. See you next time.